Welcome to GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast, hosted by Brian Charlesworth, founder of Sisu. Sisu provides growth automation software for real estate. You'll hear stories from real estate thought and technology leaders, team owners, and brokers on how to grow their business in a rapidly changing industry. You'll learn how to transform your brokerage and teams into a high-performing and analytics-driven business so you have a new, durable, competitive advantage against disruption in your market. So let's get right into it. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the GRIT Podcast. I'm Brian Charlesworth. I'm the founder of Sisu and your host of the show. And uh, super excited about today's show. Uh, I'm here with Stacy, and I would pronounce it Barnfuss because I speak German, but how do you pronounce your name, Stacy? Brian, so I pronounce it Barenfuss, but I probably should take lessons from you because it is in fact German. <laughs> okay. So, um, so anyway, Stacy is the founder and CEO of the Catalyst Group, which is a real estate company. And she's also the creator of Inside Out Success Method. And so I, I want to dive into both of those today. Um, Stacy, welcome to the show. Do you have anything else you want to share with us before I dive in and just uh, drill you with questions today? I'm super excited to learn more about you. Thanks, Brian. I'm really excited to be here. No, I think I'll follow your lead and we'll have a great show today. I'm excited too. Okay, awesome. So to start off, you have a mission and it seems to me it's a pretty deep mission around women and empowering them to really, I would say, live up to their fullest potential and to have an amazing life, enjoy life, be happy. Um, so why don't you put that in better terms for us? Yeah, you know, Tell I, us about your mission. I, I want to know that to start off today. Yes. Yeah. So the mission is absolutely deeply rooted in just wanting to lead women entrepreneurs and leaders, especially to true freedom and fulfillment, because there is you know, this fallacy that we all live by, which is we're chasing achievement and success and we get there and we're either very unhappy or, you know, burnout and we can't enjoy it is very often what happens. And so my mission is to, you know, awaken those parts of ourselves, you know, and, and have these um, women and entrepreneurs discover that on their own. So it's a sustainable and long-term transformation that they then can implement in their business life and pass on to family, friends, et cetera. Okay, I, I think it's an awesome mission. As a, as a man, I understand very little about this. We try to understand as men, but we don't understand the life of a woman. And honestly, you know, the world is changing and it used to be women were, you know, told to stay home. And now there are so many professional women that are leading companies, even at a much higher level than men. So there's been in this amazing change, but I'm sure there's a struggle there, especially for moms that maybe are in that business world. And I'm guessing that's a big part of your mission is, you know, sometimes it might be a struggle for somebody who's super successful because they're not feeling like they're living up to their full potential, maybe in the home. So, I mean, is that, just touching on a little bit of, of really what you're trying to solve here? Yeah, you know, I, I think that the bottom line of what I want to solve is to end suffering, you know, and while the focus is on, you know, females, because I obviously can relate to them and what they're going through and see the impact 
that by them being free of it, how it releases the family, you know, I mean, just like you were saying as a man, you know, it's, you see these conflicts kind of go on and you, you don't understand, but you, you want to understand, of course, you know, and be there, but um, the experience of it, it a lot of times doesn't make sense. It's much more complicated than how a man processes, you know, an issue or conflict. And so really just ending suffering so that wherever, whatever you're trying to do in the world, that your inner state is coming from a place of calm and from a beautiful state instead of trying to fill a void from a hurt or you know from anger or i'm not good enough or you know trying to prove something so that consciousness overall can really improve and lift to new new heights because we're all creating from this clear state instead of creating chaos in the world because we're trying to be significant. So that's really mm -hmm. the bottom line of it and yep. clearing okay. up the yeah. So, so being in the state where you can clearly create rather than when you say significance, I take that as meaning living life for others, right? Trying to get yep. that attention. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love it. So just out of curiosity, are you a mom? I'm not. Okay. So tell us about your businesses. So let's start with the Catalyst Group, just so people have an understanding. How long have you been in real estate now? And is the Catalyst Group a team or a brokerage? I know you're one of the top teams in Idaho, but tell, tell me more about that. Yeah, so um, Catalyst Group, it was going into my 15th year with Catalyst Group, and um, it's currently a team. I did have it set up as a brokerage um, at one point, but quickly saw how much time that took you know, and the clerical duties. So I, I didn't love that all too much. And so, yes, it's currently a residential real estate team. We do a lot of new construction. Um, I'm in the world of development myself. And so um, that's definitely, you know, our focus, but we also help buyers and sellers. Okay. And how many agents are on your team now? So there's four currently, um, not including myself and my husband, which we're also agents. Um, okay. So we, we did a mass, I call it, I blew up the team last year because it wasn't the model that I wanted to run. Um, and so in getting clear on what I was wanting to do, reworked the model. So um, we just went back to where it was my husband and I, and now we're in growing it. So I'm not in the, I was in the production, I was in the management, I was, yeah, just spread too thin. So rebuilding that now. So you're stepping out or working on stepping out of working in the business and working on the business. Is that right? Exactly. That's correct. Okay. Okay, great. Um, and then tell me about the inside out success method. That is actually a company for those of you who don't know. So tell us about that company. Yeah. So that company, company is focused on what I was talking about earlier, you know, just really taking women through that process of start to finish, succeeding from the inside out. So that methodology breaks down whatever the, the core block is to what success they're pursuing, whatever effort they're pursuing in life, figuring out what that is. And quite often it tracks back to early, early childhood. And um, we address that and then build a vision for their life going forward and help them step into that using the methodology which includes really just, I mean, a inside out clearing, you know, of 
everything from meditation to goal setting to having hard conversations with people they've needed to, to address for years. So really diving into that, it's very results-based. And so it's all about like, what is that outcome and getting there quickly. So it's a, a customized solution for um, the person versus it being a 12 month program or, or, you know, more standard that way. And is that primarily focused for or to women? It is. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I think that's one of the things about real estate is there are a, just a, a large number of real estate women who are some of the top in the industry. My wife actually happens to run a, a team of about 25 agents. So, okay. um, and uh, just watching her grow and, and succeed in that has been a lot of fun for me. So the inside out success method, you have this method called the limitless mindset success method. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. And that's the method you were just talking about. So how do we, how do we take this method if we're a, a business owner and how do we integrate that into our business? Yeah, so what's really interesting is if you look at the results in your business, it's always a mirror of what's going on internally, if you really dive deep into it. So you are really the problem and the solution. So that's, you know, the, the message in the, in the methodology. And that's the best place to be because as soon as you identify what the issue is, you have the power to create the solution. So applying that into the business is really looking at okay, what is that block or next level that you want to get to that maybe it's your mindset, maybe it, you know, there's all of these different factors that could be the block between where you are and where you want to be. And so the methodology is to first see the truth about what is currently happening. So often we are all sorts of excited about planning for the future and, you know, getting ahead of ourselves because that's exciting, right? And we don't stop to see the truth of the current state of affairs. And by doing that, you pick the weed at the root, if you will, and address that before going forward. Because if you don't do that, you're going to get to that next, however multi-million, you know, production or revenue and go, oh my gosh, I'm still dealing with another version of the same problem. So it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bring all of its friends and how we address it. So that's the, the biggest, you know, takeaway, if you will, of how you can apply this in your business. And what that looks like is, you know, how do you see the truth is really having a reflective um, conversation with yourself of what is the problem or situation that's happening that is the bottleneck and how am I actually contributing to that? And that starts you down the path of getting to the truth. Okay. So I, I love, I love the way you think about that. Um, really being accountable is, is really the first thing. It's so easy for all of us, myself included, everybody. I think it's a tendency to, to use these outside excuses as to maybe why we didn't accomplish something. But as soon as we take responsibility or accountability for that, it allows us to really go to the next level, right? Uh, because we are the creator of our life. We, 
we are the creator of putting us in whatever situation and it takes understanding that to go to the next level. Um, so, so yeah, I love, I love what you're saying about that. Um, so building a business with abundance and collaboration instead of scarcity and fear. And I think this is kind of the next, the next level of what you just talked about, but fear is like the, the lowest energy possible. Right. And, and as soon as there's fear, you, you can't have gratitude and fear in the same room together, right? You can't, you can't really have success and fear in the same room together. And I think of the basic real estate agent, brand new agent sitting down to get on the phones and the one thing they probably have is fear. Yeah. So, so how, do we, how do we eliminate that fear and move into that abundance mindset? Yeah, I think that the example you gave is such a wonderful one to use, you know, for this conversation. When you are a real estate agent and you're getting on the phone for the first time, you know, to make those calls to potentially new clients. If you can switch your mindset from how can I contribute to this person and situation and actually have something of value to provide to them, which can be anything from the current, you know, quick market update, where interest rates are, your predictions, you know, what your opinion is of the market. When you can come from that place of contribution, that's when the whole game changes. You don't run into as many objections. That's one thing that, um, you know, I've always really taught my team is to lead in that way, have conversations in that way. Because once you have someone on the phone with you for about 60 seconds, you've connected. And if you're really contributing and trying, like, thinking of things, how can I make this person's day better? Simple as that. How can I impact, you know, this person and deliver knowledge and share my expertise so that we leave this situation, they leave it better than when I started with them. Then the whole, you know, game changes. Again, you don't run into those objections and you don't have as much chaos and dealings. That's something that's really interesting when you focus on collaboration and contribution you'll notice that there, there aren't as many issues with clients, with dealings with other agents, because you're coming from a completely different state of you know, giving first instead of how is this going to affect me? Because that's, that's really fear, right? Is it's all about us, that's fear. Yep. Um, and, 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 in, yeah. and insecurity, right? Exactly, <laughs> yep, yeah. And I think people, you know, they think that security, confidence, that that's something that you have or you don't. And that's, that's a lie. You create it by making a decision to show up differently. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so contribution is obviously something you're talking, I mean, a tremendous amount about, Mm -hmm. which by contributing to others, that's always how we receive the greatest joy in our lives. And then also, I think another important thing there is that we are constantly growing if we're constantly growing, it allows us to also contribute, which, which puts us in that state you're talking about. So let's talk about this women focus. I, I saw this in your, in your write-up that women must be connected to their inner state, you know, uh, as they're leading. What, what is the state they have within as they're leading somebody? And I don't think this is just women. I think this is everybody. No. 
So, so what is the state that we're leading from? And you just, I mean, you just talked about it a little bit, but maybe let's dive a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, I'd love to. So especially noticeable in women because of the history, like we you know, started talking at the beginning of our conversation, women, you know, are used, they, they didn't leave the household before, you know, they were taking care of everything at home. And um, that is deeply ingrained in our DNA, our, you know, outlook on life and everything. And so what happens because of that history is especially for women, there is no connection. They are completely disconnected to the inner state because they are caring for everyone else. And a lot of times it seems like they're choosing that, but it literally is ingrained in the subconscious of how women are supposed to be in the world. And that's, as we were talking, you know, shifting, which is really cool to see as it evolves. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of women that are not connected to how they truly feel about something because they are focused on validation from external sources. They're serving external sources. Their life is making sure, again, everything is taken care of. And so to flip that and get connected to how your relationship with yourself is from like as basic as a trust, trusting yourself to make decisions, you know, not go to your husband or significant other and get validated before making a decision nothing that's not what you should do i'm just saying that internally you don't feel like that's required to be confident in what you're doing that connection is what women need to do to be able to lead and operate at a higher level and so that doesn't stop though just with women you know both women and men need to understand what connecting to oneself one's past program and you know, habits need to connect at that deeper level because when you do, you truly become limitless. And that's, you know, that deeper message that I want to spread is if you can connect to, you know, why you do what you do and ask deeper questions, you start to connect to source, your source, that is truly an intelligence that will help you make decisions that, you know, isn't just another six figures into your business, it's a, it's bigger leaps, right? It's just a, a different game when you come from that inner state. Yeah, love it. Okay, so I mean, one of the things you mentioned was just making decisions. Mm-hmm. And whether you're a, a man or a woman, the decision-making process, I think, is something that great leaders are not afraid to do. Yeah. Right, even if it's the wrong decision, making a decision is part of it. And I think that's that's part of what women love about men is men who are decisive and make a decision. Here's what we're going to do because they expect that masculine energy. But then a woman, she doesn't, she doesn't want to be that way necessarily with her husband, but then you get in this state of she's a leader now and she is that energy and she has to make those decisions. How do you how do you shift as a woman to be able to go from from this feminine state, if you will, with your with your family, with your husband, to this to this more masculine state as you're as you're leading a business? 
That's such a great question and one that I went through a lot, you know, a, a few years ago. You know, I was I was finding myself really in that masculine energy of like the force and you know, the, the feminine is allowing and, you know, being more in flow, which I was just always like, who has time for that? You know, I'm just like, go, 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 like very driven, you know? And what was interesting is I wasn't actually in my power when I was forcing. I was actually operating more out of fear when I was like driving in that masculine energy. I had my defenses up in different ways that I was able to deconstruct that disallowed me to step into that feminine and so to truly step into you know that power without going masculine it's so important for women to to deconstruct those defenses because that's part of the like it's very rigid that energy right of, of driving and, and forcing things forward um, and and so deconstructing that so that you can step into all of your power, which is, you know, more of like looking at yourself, you know, as a woman of like, as the queen, as like the royalty, like that viewpoint of yourself as the woman starts to open up different doors so that you can step into more of yourself. And I know that that's like a lot of out there kind of explanation, you know, that there aren't a lot of tactics around that. Um, but I think as women start to see that they're being rigid and in the masculine, that's like the first step, right? Seeing that truth, then the other option does come forward. Okay, great. And that's, I mean, you talk about, uh, creating the success level and being fulfilled. Is that, is that where the fulfillment comes in? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think that fulfillment is the connection to that why you know of what the driving force is um whether it's your family or you know whatever that is for you um deep fulfillment is it comes from that connection with yourself and and your purpose okay so you mentioned why and you mentioned your purpose mm -hmm. so let's talk about that because as i I mean, I, I speak with team leaders, business owners, agents every single day, and it's pretty obvious to know when somebody has a deep why or a deep purpose. Why is that so important? If you've been enjoying Grit, please help us continue to grow the channel by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with a friend. Now back to Grit. It's so important because, especially in real estate and in this business world, it's so easy to get knocked off kilter. There's so many things, unexpected things that come your way. Um, so it has to be your guiding light and it has to be tied to something bigger, bigger than you, you know? And I think when you see those people that absolutely have that, you know, unwavering purpose, that connection to their purpose, they are unstoppable. And it's because they have that deep connection that gets them through the good times and the bad. Yeah, I think that's well said. I think fear, fear is what holds us all back, right? Mm -hmm. Always. And if your purpose is big enough, that fear goes away. You're not going to let some little fear stop you from achieving something that is like your purpose in life, something that's that important, that powerful, 
But as soon as you don't have that purpose, this fear just overtakes and consumes you and will just overturn any, anything that you want to accomplish. So one of the things I've seen is a lot of people have a fear of getting their life to the next level. They may not even believe it's possible. So just an example, let's just say somebody is used to making $100,000 a year, they settle and they're like, yeah, $100,000 a year, I have this life, or maybe it's $300,000 a year. But they stop at that level and it's like they're comfortable and they don't, it, it's really fear that stops them from going to that even next level beyond that. How do we, fear and comfort maybe, uh, the unknown of what, what is out there how do we open up and not allow that fear and not allow us to limit ourselves in that manner? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing is so often we describe success as what someone else has decided success is. And I think that that's the biggest, you know, factor in when we're comfortable or we're not moving to that next level is we haven't truly connected to what we want. And if we have, we have decided for some reason or another that we can't have it. And so what I really tell people is connect to what you truly want there. And, and just for a moment, imagine that there is all the possibilities, all the resources, because that's the truth, but just because you have that block, you know, play with the idea that anything that you want is possible. What do you truly want? Mm-hmm. And so often people will start to see that they've settled in some way to, you know, the hundred thousand or the 300,000 because that is who, you know, X person or someone that they saw that was success. And I think redefining the meaning of success is so important to get out of, of comfort and also ask yourself, you know, am I stepping into all that I I'm here to be, you know, we have this gift to be expansive and to keep growing. And it's our gift to the world to step into that and, you know, stop obsessing over ourselves, frankly, you know, and our fears and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, really step into all that we're supposed to be. Uh, I I mean, I learn more every year and I have a lot of years. So, uh, you know, just, I keep, keep learning more and more and more about the way life works and some of these lessons. And I I think sometimes it's hard for us to get to that level until our subconscious mind actually believes that we're capable of it. How do we train our subconscious mind to allow us to get to that level? Because a lot of times that's what's holding us back. Yes. Yeah. That's the culprit for sure. Like in every situation. So you first, and it, I, I wanted to bring it back again to connection, you know, is being able to see the truth about yourself and what that hidden barrier is, is so big. And the only way to do that is self-reflection, you know, because at the end of the day, any issue that you currently have is because of you, you're hiding in some way. You can call it fear. You can call it procrastination you're hiding and not wanting to be seen in some way because of a fear, you know, of something that happened. Like it's all connected back to either a hurt or a wrong perception. Like it's, it's easy to track it back to that. And so 
with the subconscious, what's really helpful is asking yourself those questions. You know, what do I truly believe about this situation? And journaling is actually a really great way to just brain dump and get that out so that you can acknowledge it. And going through that process and reflecting and writing it down not only gets the subconscious, you know, brain dump out, but you can start to see trends. You can start to see that you're probably having the same challenge or thought process that held you back in another situation two years ago. And so if you can track it back to the root, not the situation, because the situation is just the mask. But if you can really track it to the root, that's when you can see the truth. And then you have to create a new story or you know, a new vision for whatever you want to move towards. Yeah. So many people talk about how important it is to journal every morning. My wife is way better at doing that than I am. Um, and you know, if, if you're writing something down five years from now that you're writing down now and you look back and see it's the same thing. Well, you obviously haven't progressed in your life if yeah. you're still thinking the same. So mm -hmm. I think it can be a really good thing. I, th I found the most helpful thing for me that I started doing a few years ago, every night when I go to bed, instead of watching TV, I'm actually visualizing like that, that perfect life, all those great things that, that I see that I'm creating. Mm -hmm. And then when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is visualize the successful outcome that I'm wanting to achieve for every meeting that I have for that day. So it's not just having a meeting, it's what is the outcome of that meeting? What do I want the outcome to be? And visualizing that outcome has completely, I don't know, that's, it's been a really, really beneficial thing for me as I've started doing that. Do you have any other recommendations like that that can really just change our lives that just simplify this for us? Absolutely. Yeah, I love that you do that. It's, that also has been a huge way I've moved the needle in different projects and meetings as well. So I, I appreciate that. You know, I think the, the only other thing that I've done um, that's made all the difference is actually saw who I was being in that visualization. So um, what I would, what I do is, um, you know, if, if I get really, you know, focused on a work project and I realize, oh gosh, I'm not being the wife that I want to be, you know, or I'm off in some way, just really visualizing like that next level of like being that, that wife, you know, or in the business, like how am I actually acting? What am I saying? How am I being the emotions and also the feelings? Um, that combined with the visualization has sped up my results because I just started incorporating that in the last year. It's been, I mean, like light speed compared mm -hmm. to when I was just doing different practices prior. So I would say that's the other thing that's yeah. been really helpful. Okay. I, as you can tell, I love these types of conversations. I think it's such a game changer in our lives. So mm -hmm. important to really take us to that next level. Um, you created a system called the triple threat system. Yes. And I want you to tell us what that triple threat system is. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you could talk about the importance of a daily routine and what that will do to really improve our lives. Of course, yes. So everything that I do, I do it to simplify it so that I can explain it to someone else that, 
you know, maybe thought they could never be in real estate and succeed in this way. So that everyone can see they can do anything that they set their mind to. That's just like the basic behind the triple threat. So in the, the daily routine, what I found with the triple threat is it is very basic, but it's that thing that no matter how crazy life gets, I can do it whether I have 10 minutes or, you know, expand on it if I have more time. So the first step in, in the triple threat system is I do conscious breathing. Um, and so the importance of the conscious breathing, I just set my timer for three minutes on my phone and breathe in and make sure my exhalation is slower and longer than my inhalation. And so what that does is slow. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you talk about what that does, can you yes. share an example? I mean, yes. for, for some of us, like if you just say that, we don't really get the experience, but if we can actually hear that or see that for those watching, I think, it, I think it's beneficial. Yeah, so you would just take an in, inhale, which looks like, and then exhale longer and slow. And you probably noticed my shoulders went down like automatically on that slower exhale. Right. So, so is that, there a certain number? Uh, I went to Tony Robbins event where they talked about inhaling for eight seconds, holding it for 32 seconds. So it was a four multiple of that. And then exhaling for 16 seconds, which was a two multiple of that. So is there, which actually has been life-changing for me, but is there anything, because our bodies need oxygen. Yeah. We all know they need water, but what we don't realize is they need oxygen. So many of us don't really breathe. Are there any like, formulaic numbers that you would recommend on that breathing? Yeah, so just again, to, to keep it simple and incorporate those things as you can, because I, I totally agree with you. I mean, everything that um, I took away from Tony's stuff as well, like there's a lot of science behind those, um, you know, calculated for, formulaic um, processes. But in this example, I just double the exhale. So if I inhale okay. for three counts, I exhale for six. So just okay. to keep it, keep it really simple so that you can do it every day, especially for people that may be just starting out. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. So the reason we start with that is to calm the water, right? Calm just the area where now you're going to start planting, you know, and um, providing this area nutrients. And so just having that beginning stage that is calm and aware is paramount. So after that, then focus on three things you're grateful for. Gratitude is, you know, at, at the core of, of success. Um, but I encourage people to focus on the last 24 hours and simple gratitudes um, because it starts to train your mind to look at the good in life in the simplest form, which just attracts you know, more good. So a lot of people, it's like, I don't have anything to be grateful for because I didn't get that deal I wanted or whatever, you know, it's just focusing on the fact that you could walk out of bed when you woke up this morning, you know, mm -hmm. and, and got up. So three things that you're grateful for. Then the last step of the triple threat is focusing on your three short-term and three long-term goals. So that's so important, one, to study every day because 
when you're moving quickly and accomplishing a lot, those evolve with you, right? And so, you know, if you do a vision board at the start of the year, or you do a business plan at the start of the year, or once a quarter, it's, it's not supporting you at the level that you could be supported, meaning that you could be accomplishing much more. So that, you know, constant focus on that keeps it front of, front of mind and also, um, you know, that focus and visualization that we talked about um, every day after doing that, you know, calming process and focusing on gratitude is um, the perfect concoction to make it all happen. Okay, so you said that's 10 minutes or longer. Yeah. Sounds somewhat familiar to Tony Robbins priming, but different. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe a little, maybe a little easier to achieve, even when you're out at some remote location. How many times a day do you recommend doing the triple threat? So I do it. I mean, sometimes I'll do it a couple times a day. Um, absolutely once a day. Um, but I've done it as much as I think, gosh, it was almost 20 times. I didn't count. It was a crazy, crazy day. And I just, I kept having situations that I'd find myself triggering, you know, and, and so more than anything, the breathing aspect is something that I use, like I was saying, you know, almost 20 times at a time. Um, the Tony Robbins priming, there are a lot of steps in that, right? And I agree mm -hmm. with that too. And again, I just wanted to simplify something, part of it, to yeah. be able to Yeah, okay. Yeah. So let's talk about a daily routine. I think that's vital that we have daily routines. When you talk about daily routine, Obviously, what you just shared is possibly part of it, but tell us more about the importance of having a daily routine, um, yeah. just from your experience. Yeah, so, I mean, everything from waking up in the morning at the same time, going to bed, you know, around the same time each night, um, having a routine in the morning that includes what I talked about, and then um, also getting a workout in and learning. So whether it's being able to, you know, read a chapter in the book that, you know, you're reading, um, I find that having all of that in the mornings, you know, and, and accomplishing that sets up the day so that I am, you know, so sound in like my position in situations because I have attended to all of my needs in a really abundant way at the start of the day. Um, I've, I've felt that like anything can come my way and I can handle it because like I've already nurtured myself in that way. So having that morning routine is so important to position you in strength for the rest of the day. So I just think, you know, working out, learning, you know, having that meditation, breathing routine, um, and you know, being able to do that every day is definitely the key to success. Yeah, totally agree. Okay. So, uh, Let's talk about your, um, your business. Uh, so tell us more, the Inside Out Success Method is the name of it, correct? Mm -hmm. So yeah. tell us more about what you do. Are you a coach? Are you, like, who should come to you? What is it that, um, like, you're attracting and, and really who is it you're looking to bring into your life to, to help them grow and, and succeed in their lives? Yeah. So, you know, women leaders, women CEOs, women, um, you know, those global change makers, um, everyone from like, you know, running a real estate team, I've worked with doctors to, 
um, you know, entrepreneurs across the globe is those women that want to move really quickly. That's something that um, is very um, you know, specific in my program is it's direct and it's all results, all based on results, you know? So if you come to me and you say that you want to fix a problem that's been plaguing you for years, we are going 150%, you know, in and intend to fix that by, you know, I mean, probably the second session because we have a lot more to build upon, you know, after that. So what I'm finding is, you know, those women that want to um, have the ripple effect, make that impact they want to make, um, they're coming to me because these issues that they're dealing with are blocking them from going at the speed they want to, to operate at and the impact that they want to make. Okay. So is, are those one-on-one -on -one sessions that you do? Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's customized in the sense that, for example, I had one woman that she wanted the result in six weeks and, and I'm like, perfect. If you show up in X, Y, Z way, this is how we're going to run the program we will get there. And she had been working with another coach for 10 months on the same subject. And within one session, we had gotten to the bottom of what she needed to see to be able to start building the plan um, into her vision. So six weeks, and it can be, you know, up to eight months. Um, everything is based around the number eight, huge Kobe Bryant fan. So <laughs> wanted to keep that into, into things, but um, that's, how it's based, but it's, it's customized if it needs to be 12 months too. Okay. And um, Stacy, the best way to reach you, I've got Limitless with Stacy B is your website, yeah. limitlesswithstacyb.com. Yeah. Um, and Stacy is just S-T-A-C-Y. Yeah. So what are other ways to reach you outside of that website? Yeah. So just to simplify, um, the website is the best way. So just go, okay. go to that website and um, everything you need will be there. So you've got your contact page I see there, uh, which allows me to just put in all my information, reach out to you. That's the best way to get a hold of you. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Awesome. So uh, just a couple other questions I had for you um, today. Just what is your favorite book or favorite source of learning? It might be podcast, might be, you know, whatever, but would love for you to share with others. And I love to hear how people learn. So. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I am a huge fan of podcasts, but, but you know what I, what my daily flow is, if you will, is, um, you know, I make a list of all of the books that I want to read, you know, for the entire year, as many as possible. You know, I want to do a book a week is, um, what I want to read. And then I use YouTube a lot. So whatever, you know, I'm wanting to learn, I go into YouTube and search by, you know, whatever keywords, phrases I'm wanting to learn more about. And um, I always then, you know, you're led to a new book or, you know, someone talking about something. Uh, so that's definitely the way that I, I like to learn each day because then there's that video and then I can go follow that person on Instagram or, you know, podcast. Yeah. Okay. Great. YouTube is something I have not heard, but when I look at my kids who live on YouTube and that's where they, they actually learn more on YouTube than they do in school. Totally, totally see that. Totally agree. What, what is your favorite place to visit? Oh, I would say India, which probably is funny, you know, to just to hear because um, I don't know a lot of people that might say that, but the experiences that I've had there, I've studied a lot um, at O&O Academy 
um, the wisdom school there. And so it's definitely my favorite place to, to go. Um, okay, awesome. Most of us probably haven't been to India. Uh, I have not, even though I've traveled the world. Yes. I've been close to there, but I've not been there. So very cool. Thanks for sharing that. And what's your favorite thing to do in your personal time? I would say travel. It's definitely like what balances me. It could be a quick trip, you know, up to mountains um, and do mountain biking, hiking, enjoying um, that with my family, but, or just a quick trip, you know, to go enjoy like, dinner and a weekend um, in a big city. Okay, great. To really wrap this up, what's the uh, most important piece of advice? You've given a lot of advice today, but What's like the, the one thing, the most important piece of advice that you'd want to just leave behind if, if we only got one thing out of this uh, today? Yeah, you know, I, I just love the idea that we are the problem and the solution, you know, because when you can see that, um, you're able to stop blaming or, you know, making excuses and you put yourself in the driver's seat to create the life that you want because you are truly able to create anything that you want to create. Okay. Awesome. Well, Stacy, thanks again for joining today. It's been great getting to know you. Uh, look forward to working with you and getting to know you better in the future. Uh, also for uh, all of our listeners, if you guys would go to uh, give us a five-star review or a review of any kind, we would love for you to give us a review so that we can bring more great uh, guests onto the show. And also if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get notified every time we uh, release a new episode. So thanks so much for joining everybody and we'll catch you next week. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you have an interest in a free seven-day trial of Sisu, go to sisu.co, S-I-S-U dot C-O. Make sure that you use the coupon code GRIT, that's G-R-I-T, to waive all your setup fees and receive a 10% discount on your subscription. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset on iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Take care.